Hey, what's up everybody? It's Rita Saikali, your digital marketing specialist from Boutique Digital Marketing. Welcome to the show that will help you boost your business online with top tricks, tips, and hacks you need to know to thrive in the digital world. Ad mistakes you should stop making. Maybe you're experimenting with Facebook ads and you feel like sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And that could very well be the case if you're not using the correct strategies. But today I want to show you guys the ropes so that you can avoid making these mistakes that honestly you probably didn't even know you're making. So here's the thing. Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind. In his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he goes, he explains that the concept of begin with the end in mind. That sounds pretty straightforward, right? But honestly, it's a very easy step to forget or to miss, especially for business owners. It's very easy to be distracted with a pile of work that needs to be done. It just, it just is. You have so many things on your mind, so many things that you need to do, that is just a second, and you're like, okay, let me just get this ad up. However, this concept of begin with the end in mind could not be more true when it comes to Facebook advertising. You want to begin with the end in mind. Otherwise, you're just wasting your hard-earned money. And really, no one wants to do that. All right, so here's, here's a big mistake that people do. Followers. Followers. Everyone wants followers, right? So here, here it is. Here's the truth. With all the hype about the amount of followers... I'm sure you want to get your numbers up too. So that might be important, but it should not be the end you have in mind. One of the questions I get asked the most, like all the time, how many followers do I need to start making money off of my page? Okay, so it takes, at that moment, like I just take a deep breath and I continue with my attempted explanation. You don't make more money if you have more followers. You make more money if you have the skills to convert those followers into buyers or if you are able to get sponsors. It depends. It all depends on what kind of business you own. How do you run it? It's all about your strategy. And again, it's about the strategy to convert. And the point is, you guys... It's not about the amount of followers. So it shouldn't be the end you have in mind. Here are some reasons why. The first and the first prominent is that you can only communicate with your followers as Facebook and any other social media platform finds it fitting. So think about it this way. You, if you have followers and you only have followers on Facebook, you can only communicate with them through Facebook. So if their algorithm changed and you could only reach a small percentage, which is the case for now, right? You can only, organically, you can only reach a certain percent. A very, very, very small percent, right? If that's the case, then you don't have access to all these followers. You just have access to whatever Facebook is allowing you to access, right? So, honestly, like, although Facebook page would be considered owned media, it's really more like 
you should look at it as borrowed media. If you want to know more about own media, check out one of the, um, uh, the first, uh, podcast that I did and it's called how, how does social media affect my business? Okay. So, but here we're talking about owned media. It's more like borrowed media. It's borrowed media that you could use for the term of the owners. So if you're trying to monetize through your followers, then you have to have another form of communication. That's where the conversion stuff comes in. So one that is based on your own terms. My recommendation, and I think most recommendations out there would be email marketing. Like email marketing list get it's amazing, right? You get your followers and you convert them and you put them in an email marketing list. And that way you have control over the content and who sees it and when they see it and so forth. Another major mistake, you guys, is that business owners have a hard time determining who their audience is. So they end up focusing on the wrong audience. Now, you may be thinking, I only focus on people that are trying to buy vegan bread, for example, assuming you have a vegan bakery. At face value, that sounds like a great thing to do, which is why it's an easy mistake to fall into. It's a great thing to do when generating leads and trying to get your word out, right? You want to get people to know you. However, what you want to do is create your own custom audience. In the following blog, like in following blogs and posts, we'll, t- we'll talk about how to do that, how to create custom audience at length. But for today, we just I just want you to know that you create your own custom audience. And a custom audience, really, just to summarize, is kind of usually composed of previous clients, leads, any email lists that you have, and lookalike audience and the likes. So creating a custom audience, you will be able to connect with people that are more likely to invest in your business versus kind of like arbitrarily connecting with anyone that is interested in a certain topic, right? So who is my audience? Am I reaching everybody or am I reaching a select people that look like the people who have bought from me? And so that's where it gets better, right? Another mistake that we have is data. So we've all heard the the phrase numbers don't lie. And that's true. And you obviously don't have to worry about that when it comes to Facebook because Facebook can measure post engagement, right? Wrong. Here's the thing. The numbers that you typically get with Facebook posts are great and they're insightful, but they do not paint a complete picture. So if you're looking for a more detailed view, I'd recommend tracking. Like if there's something particular that you're looking for, track what it is. Measure, do your own measurement as well. So what is tracking? Tracking is basically keeping track of the activities that are going on. Facebook has a tracking system, so does Google, which... We'll talk about the Google stuff uh, and later on uh, in other podcasts, and they're great. Like, Google Analytics is top-notch, okay? But what we're talking about today and, and our topic, I just want you to know that I really recommend tracking the things you want to keep track of, maybe via a Google Sheets or just like a Excel sheet or whatever. That way, you can see the day-to-day changes on the elements that you want to measure. And it's not kind of like, oh, well... I, you know, I'm not seeing the numbers or there may be improvement, okay? So this is just a tip. Like, honestly, it's, numbers are great 
and the data is really good with Facebook, but do your own tracking as well for whatever element you are looking for, okay? Um, and this will help you determine when, if, and how you can scale your business, honestly. Um, here's a, a few other things. Honestly, location. Location is very, very important. So this is another mistake that people make, and I think... It's because, so Facebook gives you options to choose from, right? And location is one of them. And then it's a really good option, but you got to know how to play. So think about it this way. So Facebook, as do other social media platforms, allow you to advertise based on your location. These types of advertisements, honestly, they're wonderful, especially if you're like a brick and mortar, okay? And you have certain areas and you want to reach a specific customers and you want them to come purchase from you. But one of the easiest mistakes to make when advertising on Facebook is the option that the platform has when it comes to setting a location. You see, honestly, it's relatively easy to set a location and you can type in the name of the city and that's that. That's how you set a location. Great, we're done. But here's the trick Facebook doesn't you know point out to be obvious facebook gives you options when it comes to locations that automatically set uh, that is automatically set up as the chosen one for you and that is advertising to everyone in this location that might not be the best thing so maybe people travel so many people honestly travel in and out of locations all the time these people who are just passing by could potentially see your ad, which could result in loss of money on your part. So if I put select everyone in this location as it's pre-selected for me, what I'm doing is everyone who's in or out of the location gets to see this, which to some people that might be a good thing, right? To some businesses, it's depending on what kind of businesses you have, right? But... Most mostly, if like you have a brick and mortar, you want people to come in. You want repeat customers. You want people that know the area. You want people to come to you all the time, and you want to target them, not just passerbys. Why? Because ads are being placed in front of people that would not find them useful. Therefore, they will not be productive. So, what you want to choose really is people who live in this location. That way, your ad is better targeted towards the people that are there in your location and that could get to you. Anyway, so that's it for today. I hope you found this um, uh, this podcast useful and uh, please make sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter and I will uh, be with you guys next week. Again, my name is Rhea Saikali. I'm from Boutique Digital Marketing. If you want to reach me, you can uh, do you can email me at info at boutiquedigitalmarketing.com or you can give us a call at 909-333-5116. That's it, and I'll see you next week.